Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels, including TikTok. What's up, TikTok? How you doing? I missed you yesterday. Hope you're all doing well wherever you are in the world. Sure feels like the Packers are getting a little healthier. Um, a little bit more than I expected between Keyshawn Nixon and Gway Walker being full participants in today's practice. Alan Lazard was out there. Let's go, people. Of course, uh, the tackles are still limited and I ain't holding my breath on either one of those guys playing, but um, good to see the Packers trending in the right direction. Only Packer not participating in practice today was uh, Runyon with coming off that concussion that he suffered in Minneapolis. I have to think they'll give him probably the entirety of the week. We'll see what the makeup of the offensive line is going forward, but Packers trending in the right way after some injuries that probably would have thought were going to linger for a while. It sure seems like the Packers should have a lot of those guys back in action when they take on the Bears on Sunday night. Speaking of Sunday night, do not forget, stop by the Plaza Pit Stop three hours before kickoff there outside the Rush Center. Be in the heart of the game day atmosphere with free admission at the Plaza Pit Stop outside the Rush Expo. Open three and a half hours before kickoff. Corey Banky will be there three hours prior to kick. There's music. With beer, Bloody Marys, water, and soda available for purchase, game days at the Plaza Pit Stop are the best. There's no cover charge, and our friends from iHeart97.3, the game, will be on site doing live radio broadcasts. You can buy whatever you want, but if you are a Carry the G member or a Patreon member, just show that to Corey on your phone, and he will buy you your very own can of Carry the G. One of the very first coming off the line Delivered to the Green Bay and Appleton area today, they'll be available game night in Green Bay, and you can get yours from Corey Banky himself. Do it, people. You know you want to. Get yourself a Carry the G. And as I, I, as I just said, it's available, people. It's available tonight. If you are in Green Bay, if you are in Appleton, you can get your own Carry the G. It'll be in Milwaukee uh, probably next week, in Madison area soon after that. Ready to take over the world, or at least a, a part of Wisconsin. But you can check out uh, cheeseheadtv.com. If you click on Carry the G there at the top, you will see a list of all the stores it's available in. We're clearly very excited. Hopefully, you all will be carrying the G this weekend. Good to see everybody in the comments section. How are you? Good to see Wisco Cheese. What's up? How are you all doing? Andy, thank you for the super chat. Can we reshun Brett? Whoo, baby. All right. I don't want to talk too much about the Brett Favre stuff, but man, it's so disappointing. And it's not like I've been sitting here thinking Brett Favre is some great guy off the field. We don't know any of these guys. And we, I talk about that all the time. But man, those texts that were revealed yesterday, they are brutal. They are brutal. And also, when is Brett going to learn not to use a phone? Just dude, phones and you, they don't mix. Should probably stop. But yeah, uh, I'll be surprised if the Packers have anything to do with Brett um, for a while now. I think there'll be a cooling off period, would be my suspicion. Uh, I know they played the video of Brett after Aaron broke the touchdown record. I think that's the last we're going to see of Brett around Lambeau for a while. Nick, thanks for the super chat. We need the beer in North Jersey. Nick, uh, maybe we could uh, make something happen. I think the closest it'll get to North Jersey is maybe like a kettle of fish in the village. So if you can make it across the river, you might be able to find some. I uh, don't want to miss any. I like Debbie. Don't want to miss yours. What's up, Debbie Downer? Did I miss a dog announcement? You did not. 
you know, we talked about this on the uh, happy hour the other night. Um, waiting on Olive for a sign off, but there will be an announcement eventually. It'll happen. Just be patient. She's been patient. Now I'm being patient. We're all having to be patient, but it'll happen. Uh, what else we got? What else we got? Amar, I want to give you Amar a shout out for joining the Carry the G Club. What's up, Amar? Thanks so much for the support. We really appreciate it. If you're not familiar, guys, you could become a member of the Carry the G Club yourself. That's right. We kicked off the 2022 season with a brand new way for Packers fans worldwide to hang out with us here at Cheesehead TV. It's called the Carry the G Club. Members get custom loyalty badges showing how long you've been a club member attached to your name in all of our live streams and YouTube comments. You get special Cheesehead TV emojis featuring Corey and myself. And you get access to our weekly virtual happy hour when the intern remembers to post the info. Yeah, I saw that yesterday. Sorry about that, guys. I know Tyler dropped the ball uh, posting to the YouTube community section. Usually he does post the link for the hangout and uh, apparently yesterday everybody on youtube missed it which i didn't find out until afterwards so sorry about that that info will definitely be up next week so we apologize for that hope you're all doing uh okay in in the interim uh danny what's up needed in seattle see what we can do we gotta we gotta we gotta ease into the distribution stuff uh definitely gonna be wisconsin only for a while uh Nags, if Fields gets more than 50 rushing yards, I will write a letter to Barry. Ooh. And Joe Barry doesn't want a sternly worded letter from Brandy. I can tell you that. Even Mike Pettin will tell him all about what that's like. Um, yeah, I mean, Fields did uh, some damage with his legs last time these two teams met in Lambeau Field. So certainly something they're going to have to be cognizant of. And look, I think it's a, it's still, especially for such a young quarterback, one of the ways that he can hurt you. Um, certainly he made it, he took advantage of some coverage breakdowns by the 49ers last Sunday. Um, certainly took advantage of the elements. There's nothing to, that you can take for granted with this kid. I think he's got talent and I know there's been a lot of like, you know, bashing of the kids play online, etc. And I think he's woefully slept on. I think he's talented and he can hurt you. And I think, you put him in a situation where it's not a monsoon and actually let him run the offense, I think he could surprise you. So definitely not to be taken lightly. And to your point, you've got to be cognizant of his legs and his ability to beat you on the ground because he can do it. We saw him do it last year, no doubt. Accidental Hero, what's up, man? Hope you're doing well. Nags in Brooklyn this weekend. Is the kettle the spot, even for a night game? Run the ball. Kettle's tough right now. Man, kettle's in such a bad spot. They, they make it through the pandemic. And then there was a fire on the roof of their building, which caused all the sprinklers throughout the entirety of the building to go off. They couldn't get it shut off for a long time. And so now Kettle is dealing with all sorts of water damage in this really old building. So they did have what, you know, their normal kind of crew watching the game on Sunday, but it was all outside. They can't do anything inside. So there's very limited capacity. So if you want to get there, like probably overnight the night before, that might be a shot, but um, in New York, I would suggest either Tom and Jerry's um, or the Whalen on the Upper West Side. Either one of those spots is, is a good spot to catch the game. Jeff Ness, thanks for the super chat. What do you know about the new O-lineman called up? Are oh, you mean about Caleb Jones, Jeff? Uh, undrafted kid, a giant, a mountain of a man who had a very good training camp um, and looked very promising in the preseason. It's extremely raw. I wouldn't expect him out there. 
on Sunday night or anytime soon. But I think they've got something to work with there. No question about it. I think akin to how they brought Yash along and you know kept him around in the program without actually playing him uh, for a year or two. I don't know if it'll take that long to get him out on the field, but um, there's promise there. That's what I'll say. There's definite promise there. TKM, thanks for the super chat. Motel Men, are you the singer, bassist, guitarist, or drummer? Getting fun. Uh, it's all electronic. We do almost all programming. Um, ben is the real musician. I'm the singer and lyricist, and that's how that works. What's up, TikTok? I'm confused. Were Bakhtiar and Jenkins practicing limited today or full participant with starting squad? Uh, limited participants is what they're listed at as the on the injury report. I think they did do teamwork, team drills, but still in a limited capacity. That is my understanding. Diego, thanks for the super chat. I'll trade a loss to the Vikings for a win against the Bears. Bears still suck. Diego, you see, you get it, man. You understand. You know where it's at. The Vikings held serve. That's all they did. You know, they can win in Lambeau, then they can chirp. But all they did week one, hold serve. You know, when they, when, you know the other time they did that? 96 when the Packers went on to win the Super Bowl. It's fine. You can win your game at home, and that's great. Awesome. I'm, I'm really happy for you. But it doesn't mean much. Oh, I like that. Matt Rogers with some interesting words on Amari. I saw the quote. I saw Schneidman put it out there. I'd like to see the video before I comment on it. Uh, sure, read very dismissive. No question about it. I'll just say this, though. I know Rogers' response when asked about where Amari fits in the offense was akin, something I'm paraphrasing here, but was, um, yeah, he's returning for us now. That's all I got on it. And I'll say that's true. That's true. He is just returning for him. And he was better at his job as a returner on Sunday than Rogers was as his job as a quarterback on Sunday. So, you know, I guess he's doing his job. So that's good. Thirsty Beach, thanks for joining us on Twitch. I will be watching to see if Gary is athletic enough to get fields in the open field. Ooh, a little tongue twister there. Um, yeah, I mean, the problem Gary has had with some of these mobile quarterbacks is getting up field and trying to, you know, get inside of that tackle and then opens up the door and guys get out on the edge. Um, that has happened not just with fields, although it did happen with fields last year but it happened with the backup in Baltimore. It's happened quite a number of times. He's got to be disciplined in his rush. There is zero question about it. I think he's got the athleticism if he can find a guy and square him up. But when he's rushing past a dude and opening up the back door, that's that's his bad, that's bad business on defense. Mr. Inglewood, thanks for the super chat. Did the Packers let the wrong Smith brother walk? Ooh, ooh. No, I don't think so. And Preston had a good game on Sunday. He just faced a quarterback who got the ball out of his hand. I mean, he was top 20 in pressures along across the NFL on Sunday against the Vikings. He did his job. You know, yes, Zadarius was disruptive. No question about it. He also took advantage of Jake Hansen. I mean, you know, if Preston Smith had been given Jake Hansen to beat, I'm sure he could have. I have little doubt. Uh... Aaron Rodgers is not a leader, Mike. Come on now. I don't think anybody should be casting aspersions about Aaron Rodgers' leadership skills after 18 years. I mean, come on. We know who he is. We know how he operates. And he's had a ton of success in the league. And he's been kind of endorsed by countless 
teammates, both current and former. There have been a couple of vocal guys who have kept things kind of bubbling for years about the lack of leadership, blah, blah, blah. I don't buy it for a second. 90, 99% of the dudes who play with Rodgers love him and think he's a great leader. That's all I need to hear. Uh, I'm disappointed in Packers fans. I expected more calls for Jordy to come back after the loss. <laughs> Matt Mamba always throwing it down. Mm. Ooh, Delaraz bringing the heat on Twitch here. Next, this isn't a comment about Barry, but I'm curious what you think. If Sala were to get fired from the Jets, do you think Matt LaFleur is calling him? Whew. Depends on timing. I would think probably not if it happened this year, like this next offseason. I would doubt it. A couple years from now, maybe. Um, I'll give it a solid maybe. Danny, thanks for the super chat. What was the most encouraging... I'm thinking you mean thing you saw on offense from offense or and or defense. Um, I thought they did a good job up front on defense, especially getting to the quarterback and affecting him. There were times, yes, where Cousins had time to throw. He was able to step up in the pocket. We certainly saw that. But for the most part, they did a good, a good job of constricting the pocket, and that's what you want to see. Um, we... Uh, we certainly saw the miscommunication on the back end, no question about it. But I thought up front they did good work, especially Kenny. On offense, you saw glimpses of, you know, really productive work with the running backs. Uh, you saw that played a Tunyon. I thought the action where they had everybody flowing one way and then brought him across the formation. That was excellent play design. The design to get Dobbs open on the pump fake, got behind the defense. There were glimmers, right? There were certainly moments. So it's just a question of consistency and consistently, you know, being able to string together uh, more than just like four or five, a handful of plays and have a little bit more consistency throughout your, you know, drives in the half, situational football, red zone work, something that really, you know, plagued them last year was their lack of efficiency in the red zone you saw that kind of creep back in this year so this so far in this one game obviously but um for the most part i thought you know there were glimmers there were glimpses they just need to be a lot more consistent especially up front no doubt about it luke thanks for the super chat aaron i hope you're good today my friend my wife is actually in new york city for work this week wish i was there is it weird i'm really excited about watson not at all i get it man that first play certainly gets you hoping that you'll see a little bit more of that, the explosiveness, getting behind the defense so quickly. The fact that he throws that football, and if you're watching you know, on the television copy, the ball goes up, and then as the camera pans, you see Watson already two steps past the defender. You're, it's so exciting that you have a guy with that kind of explosiveness. Now, it would help if you catch the football, obviously, but no, it's, it's tantalizing, and it's a lot of fun. Oh, we got some bots up in here. Black user. Okay, what's up? Okay, good job. Well done. Good afternoon, Aaron and Nags. Jason, I didn't know I was two people, but here I am. Uh, what's up, Dallas, Texas? How you doing? Thanks for joining us. Oh, uh, Go Pack Go from Cali. What's going on, Cali? Go Pack Go from New York City. Hope you're doing well. Eddie, thanks for the super chat. 
Quay Walker is absolute animal. Not many times you see a rookie linebacker flying around the field as much as he did on Sunday, right or wrong. He was flying. Yes, that's a really good point. The sense that, yeah, he was searching a little bit there, especially that first drive early. You know, his first action in the NFL. He's a rookie. The fact that he was not afraid to be going a million miles an hour. You know, you make a determination and you go. You much prefer that over tentative, oh, do am I doing the right thing, blah, blah, blah. Man, make your mistakes a million miles an hour. And then when you make them, learn from them and make sure you you continue to develop and don't make those same mistakes again. But man, yes, you see the explosiveness. And the best part is he gets guys on the ground, man. I so it's such a breath of fresh air. You know, Packers fans, we've been burned for a long time watching guys throw themselves at ball carriers' feet or come in out of control and miss a tackle. Man, Walker comes in. He arrives in a bad mood, and he gets dudes on the ground. You love to see it. Well, more spam. What's up? Okay. Get that out of here. Block user. Okay, bye. I still don't understand what these people expect to accomplish with this shit. Forza, thanks for the super chat. Why do you think it is that this team seems to struggle so much coming off of breaks? First bye week, season opener, and playoff bye. Man, if I knew... I'd sell the secret to Matt and make a million billion dollars and then I'd retire. You got to think, you got to know they're sitting there in that building asking themselves that same question. Um, Whether it is the complexity of what they're asking the guys to do, maybe it's Aaron Rodgers wanting, you know, certain things in the offense or Matt LaFleur saying, we've got to do X, Y, Z. Maybe it's Joe Barry, you know, talking about how, oh, we're going to, play this type of defense and we wanted all this communication and they haven't really practiced much of that against a live offense who knows man it it sure does seem to give them fits coming off of a coming out cold right once they're in a groove they seem to rip off wins but yeah you're right coming off a break i mean the one time you can point to is you know a couple years ago when they beat the rams at home in the playoffs coming off that bye week you know, and by that bye week didn't seem to hurt him too much. Um, but yeah, it seems to be a thing. And I'm sure they will continue to search for an answer. Jake Wilda, thank you for joining the Carry the G Club. Really appreciate it, man. Thanks so much. Nicholas, why did we play so much soft coverage? I wish I knew. And I understand those guys get paid too. And they're really super talented, especially Jefferson. There's no question about it. But I would suspect you try to challenge them at least intermittently like make them work a little bit and it's so frustrating because you saw on that first drive i believe it's the very first first down they get press man across the board and yes jefferson converts you get he beats stokes inside but at least he's having to work for it like as opposed to everyone playing 10 yards off and just letting free releases go and guys doing deep over routes untouched unchallenged what why why even bother like that's to me, that's the most frustrating thing when you're not dictating in any way, shape, or form on defense. Man, you, you might as well be throwing against air. That's frustrating. Yo, Aaron, how are we feeling about Amari Rogers getting offensive opportunities? Not too great after Rogers quipped this afternoon. We'll see. I mean, look, Randall Cobb has not been able to stay on the field the back end of his career for years, right? So you have to think at some point, if and when Cobb misses time, they're going to have to turn to Amari at some point. So maybe that happens then. 
But right now, it sure feels like he won't be feeling the seeing the field anytime soon outside of his duties as a return man. Mr. Inglewood, thanks for the super chat. You know that you're big time when you get boxed. Cheers. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about all that, but thank you. Accidental Hero, thanks for the super chat. The other thing about Watson, 12 hit him in stride. I remember many times MBS was either under or overthrown. Bummer about the kettle. Yeah, it is a bummer about the kettle. Yeah, Andy and I were joking about that the other night. Like, I mean, it's a real pity the Rodgers hit him right in the fucking hands. Make it, I guess he needs to make him work a little bit. You know, I mean, basically that was like a 70-yard handoff almost. Crazy. Crazy. Big talking bots. I love it. Eddie, thanks for the super chat. Not every QB is going to get the ball out just in time before the dogs get there. Ceiling is so high for the D. I saw a lot of great things for them. Eddie, I agree. I mean, we like to make fun of Kirk Cousins, but he played extremely well in that game. He knew where his outlets were. He knew when to get rid of the ball. Uh, and I'm with you. I think there will be times when the defense is able to take advantage because they were nipping at his heels a lot. And that won't, you know, the quarterback having those outlets at his disposal won't always be the case. No question about it. I did think Matt LaFleur's play call of going five wide on fourth and one was brilliant. Now, 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 now. There's reasons for everything. They break down the tendencies and the numbers and they want to do and take advantage of. I'm with you, man. Just button it up. Run your fucking big back up the fucking gut. And oh God, can we stop running RPOs and shotgun dive play? Just line up, get the quarterback under center, get your big guy behind you, let the guys fire off the ball and get a yard. Driving me nuts, man. Uh, I can't wait to see more Quay. You and me both, brother. You and me both. All right, everybody. I'm gonna have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels, please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go.